This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Virginia only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 532 3500. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. Our NFL divisional previews continue now with the AFC North here at Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. I'm Jimmy Ott along with Aaron Renning and Mitch Moss. Let's get right into it and talk about the highest win total in the AFC North. No, it's not the AFC champions from 2021, the Cincinnati Bengals, but it is the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens at 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, 9 to win to win the AFC. Plus 140 to win the division. Make the playoffs. Uh, a yes is minus 177. Ten and a half is the win total. Cincinnati says nine and a half. We'll get to them in a second. Uh, juice to the under at minus 134. ER, lots of injuries last year. Kept this team from uh, advancing into the playoffs yet again. But this, uh, the... The strength of this organization and this ownership is really, really strong. Oddsmakers looking for Baltimore to bounce back. Uh, yeah, and I will as well. Um, I certainly trust in this organization. Obviously, John Harbaugh, the head coach, Eric DaCosta, uh, the GM, they, they've always done a, a really good job. And, Jimmy, you certainly remember their 8-3 and three, uh, to start the season uh, last year before really everything kind of came undone I mean you know it's obviously a quarterback league and some of that had to do with uh, Lamar Jackson not being healthy and some of that was you know teams uh, of course you go back a couple of years now Lamar Jackson had that MVP season and it's really been the NFL kind of adjusting uh, to what he does and what this team does Uh, last year you kind of saw it where uh, Cincinnati kind of really showed uh, the path as far as, you know, playing a lot of zero blitz against uh, Lamar Jackson, and that really slowed them down, really confused them, uh, gave them a lot of problems uh, the second half of the season. So, you know, it seems like there's a plan in place. I would expect now uh, where this Baltimore team, uh, this offense kind of adjusts back uh, to the NFL. Obviously, Jackson is an amazing competitor. I'm, I'm kind of interested, you know, a lot of reports – how Jackson gained, you know, 20, 25 pounds, how that's uh, going to affect him uh, on the field of play. So kind of interesting with that. But, you know, you mentioned uh, the injuries uh, to this team. Obviously, they had that start. Everything just went wrong. Uh, Number one injured team uh, in the NFL. So, you know, that kind of improves your depth uh, moving forward to this year. Uh, a lot of interesting reads uh, on the uh, new uh, defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald. Of course, comes over from Michigan, but he had been with this organization before. But just kind of one of those uh, young, up-and-coming coordinators, I think, to keep an eye on. So, uh, to me, a lot of things point to uh, positive. So, I'm going to go and stick with uh, Baltimore to win the division. 
Uh, we'll talk about some of these other teams and why maybe I don't like them upcoming. Mitch, uh, ER, a bullish on Baltimore uh, this year. Your thoughts on the uh, Ravens. And one thing you you can't uh, handicap is uh, is injuries. And let's uh, not you kind of got to give this team a pass for those injuries last year, as we talked about. Yeah, I mean, if that happens for a second consecutive year, I mean, that's they're going to be screwed again. But just assuming that won't happen to a, the same team back-to-back years like that, and they'll have a bounce back and stay relatively healthy, and uh, the health luck will be better this year than it was last year. Again, 8-3 and three, like he talked about. By the way, they were passing at a super high clip with Lamar Jackson before he got injured. So I think people just still assume that they're a run-first team. And they still like to run the football, you know, because they're getting their guys back this year as well. Like a J.K. Dobbins will be back. Um, And Jackson is basically, has been the first guy to run with the football on this team for many, many years. But uh, I know they lost Hollywood Brown, but they were still passing a lot last year and had one of the best tight ends in football. I just, uh, I, I think you have to love Harbaugh as a head coach at this point. I mean, what has he not done to win you over by now? And... Again, overall, they don't really have a weakness outside of uh, the lack of receivers. And I think a lot of people would say that the team before Mark Andrews and maybe a couple of other guys, they never really had anybody develop under Drew Jackson anyway, but they're totally fine. And I have confidence here and the defense can be really, really good yet again. And I think it, I think it, they bounce back this year in a big time way. Uh, ER, any, any concerns losing uh, Hollywood Brown? And it seems like uh, these these receivers are – kind of looking to get out of playing with a run-oriented type of offense. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of didn't make sense to me. I mean, I don't think Brown quite understood his situation. Actually, uh, Baltimore threw deep quite a bit, you know, the first uh, first month or two uh, of the season. That was one of the adjustments that they made back. So, yeah, that was uh, – I, I, I don't think he's really that great of a receiver to begin with. Certainly somewhat of a, a loss for this team. But, you know, Lamar Jackson, another guy hasn't had a lot to work with, and he's been able to make do. AR, let's stay with the Cincinnati uh, – move on to the Cincinnati Bengals now, the AFC champs last year. 20-1 to to win the Super Bowl, 11-1 to to win the NFC, plus 170 to win the division. So very close. Baltimore plus 140, Cincinnati plus 170 to win the division. The win total at 9.5, juice to the over at minus 134. The big story is, well, we were calling for it. Uh, we thought they should have drafted Panay Sewell instead of Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow knew how good he was and was willing to get a uh, risk injury. Well, he got injured behind that offensive line. And he got sacked 70 times last year on their way to the Super Bowl and got hurt again in the Super Bowl. Real re- rebuilt offensive line, three new starters are coming over. Uh, Mixon should benefit from that as well. The top three wide receivers are all back. By the way, Mixon is 14-1 to to have the most rushing yards. Joe Burrow, 8-1 to to have the most passing yards. Let me know another time where you're going to have the quarterback who sacked the most, who leads the league in yards per attempt. Joe Burrow is very special, as we know. ER the Bengals. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't do anything here with the, the Bengals. Obviously, I thought a little bit more of Baltimore uh, as I bet them to win the division. You know, quite honestly, with Cincinnati, it just, you know, handicapping the NFL for, for so many years, um, it, it's really just, you know, kind of not betting against this team, but, you know, kind of everything went right. Uh, and they were kind of a surprise uh, with what they were able to do uh, last year and even into the playoffs. I mean, you know, again, 
maybe Joe Burrow is just that good. Uh, maybe he has the weapons. And, you know, if you have a great quarterback, obviously that goes a long way, and that's what you want uh, in the NFL. But, you know, again, you go back and you look at some of the numbers, 17th uh, rate ranking and DVO away from this team last year. Uh, the schedule, uh, much, much tougher uh, this year than last year. I mean, surprisingly, again, and, you know, you can't put a lot of stock in this, but, you know, preseason last year to start the season, uh, you know, the look-ahead lines for the Bengals, they were an underdog in 15 of 17 games. So, uh, again, they, they made some good moves. I think this team is can, can certainly be as good, if not better, but I think they certainly overachieved uh, with what they were able to do from a, a record standpoint. Uh, what, 10 wins last year. So, you know, again, there's no reason for me to bet against them, uh, but it's just hard to duplicate what they did last year. Yes, they did, uh, Mitch. They did have uh, some breaks, certainly in the playoffs, okay? I mean, when Tannehill just – I mean, he really threw up on himself uh, in the first divisional game of that weekend. Uh, And then Mahomes, just what what happened in the second half there. But don't give Joe Burrow a chance because he's going to burn you. Uh, more times than not, but maybe one of the weakest units in all the NFL to one of the most improved units in the NFL, that offensive line. Mitch, I know you have a lot to talk about when you talk about this year's Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, so, I mean, again, basically what ER said was completely spot on about last year. I mean, think about that. They were dogs in 15 of the 17 games uh, going into the season, and they went to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's almost unheard of in this day and age. So they were very fortunate to get there. Uh, I mean, let's be honest here. They were fortunate to beat the Raiders, and then there's no way they should have defeated the Titans or probably the Chiefs, and they got by both those teams to get there. But if you go back and look at what was the biggest problem for this team last year, it was the offensive line and Burrow just taking that many sacks to lead the league. And what did they they do immediately this year in free agency is they realized, well, this is the best quarterback we're ever going to have on the Bengals. Uh, he's going to be our franchise guy. He was hurt his rookie season. We cannot have him take a pounding like that, so let's go out there and address the offensive line, which is exactly what they did, and they improved pretty much across the board. So I'm convinced that Joe Burrow is an absolute stud, and as long as he stays healthy, like that's never going to change. Like Everybody talked about Andrew Luck, and they couldn't wait him for him to take off and be like the next – biggest thing and the Trevor Lawrence stuff came out I think Burrow is that guy along with like a Justin Herbert but there's no way you can convince me Burrow's not I think he's going to be that good so if you can shore that up which is what they tried to do and take away the problems from last year um again exactly what ER said this team might be better than last year but they might not even win 10 games uh and certainly to expect them to repeat and go to the Super Bowl in the loaded AFC North and that conference anyway they I I mean, the AFC is so good, I can see them missing the playoffs. I can see them being a complete player. There's too much variance here with this team because the offense can be so good. And I think the defense is actually pretty decent as well, above average to decent. So uh, as long as they stay healthy, yeah, the Bengals are just, they are. But that schedule, again, look at, look at how difficult that schedule is. I mean, we're early on, starting like in week five at Baltimore, at the Saints, um, a couple of freebies in there before the bye week, but then the, the back end of the schedule, Chiefs are going to get the Browns with Deshaun Watson's back at Tampa Bay, at New England, Buffalo, the Ravens again. They better hope that they have a bunch of wins lined up before that tough stretch 
because uh, not a lot of wins right there exactly if they need to make a strong playoff push. So I think this team is absolutely fascinating coming into the season. I, um, I think they are definitely improved, but I agree. Um, um, I, I, chances are they're not going to win the AFC. Again, that's a loaded conference. I didn't know about that. And the breaks uh, all fell their way. I mean, you know, but uh, but Burrow is 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 for real again. Just the level of his toughness, um, and that was a tight window for a triple ligament repair. Okay, multi ligament repair. You can tack on about two more months or maybe three to a normal ACL repair reconstruction, and he was back and ready to go. Uh, and still coming off of that, he still hung in the pocket to take to get hit, get sacked seventy times. He is going to hang in there and deliver the ball, and he just his level of toughness is it, it, it's a joke. It, it it really is. Go back and watch the Fiesta Bowl where he uh, Ogeron was calling for the Miles Brand to come in the game, and he said, "No, f that, I'm staying in." So I mean, he's he is real, real tough. He's supposed to be a defensive player. I think he is a real deal. I just hope they protect him uh, now. Yes, the front office has always moved on. Weak at the all-important position of ownership can even Joe Burrow overcome some of their weak history uh, in their leadership in Cincinnati. Cleveland is the next team at eight and a half. That seems high to me. I mean, my goodness, you can't. There are distractions, and there's what's going on in, in Cleveland. Uh, six games, 11 games. Now, I mean, now he, Deshaun Watson has to, um, the press conference have been extremely awkward. Let's face it. Uh, I don't, I, I try to stay away from putting too much emphasis on sound bites when people, players or coaches know they have a microphone in front of them. But this Cleveland at eight and a half, juice to the under at minus uh, 150. 40 to one to win the Super Bowl, 20 to one to win the AFC, plus 450 to win the division. Playoffs, no, is minus $2. Yes, plus 163. I'm a little surprised uh, by a lot of the Cleveland. Uh, th- these numbers seem a little bit high. ER, y- your thoughts? Um, quite honestly, I'm, I'm pretty neutral. I actually need to revisit Cleveland, I think, before the season starts. Um, so for me... I guess you could say the jury is still out uh, on my opinion, but at least we kind of know what the quarterback situation is uh, with this team. And, you know, I've seen enough of uh, Brissett to know that, you know, it's hard to bet on this guy for a full season or close to a full season and think you're going to get double-digit wins again as it is such a uh, quarterback league. And, you know, it's going to be a tough schedule. He's going to have to go against a lot of uh, good defenses you know, much is made that they have the defense to and the run game to kind of offset that. Uh, perhaps they do. It seems to me, guys, and you know, Mitch, maybe you want to talk about it. You know, it seems that Cleveland is that team that you know is kind of ripe for uh, to do something on the alternative totals. You know, everything could kind of go right. Everything could really go wrong uh, for this Cleveland Browns team uh, as well. But you know, even so. You know, and how this plays out, you know, the first couple of months uh, of the season and Watson, you know, expected back, what, week 12, week 13. You know, I'm not even sold how efficient he's going to be at that point. You know, two years out of the NFL, uh, boy, it's just going to be a lot to ask 
uh, of him at that point as well. Real quickly, uh, Mitch, but uh, ER, I agree. Uh, and I've, I've been a big fan of his. And, man, when he was a freshman at uh, Clemson, the difference between him and Cole Stout in the games, it was unbelievable. Throughout Cole Stout's great performance against Oklahoma in the bowl game, I got burned on that one. But still, I mean, I have not seen this guy. He looked – he looked uncomfortable. And look, the distractions, the protests, whatever, they're not leaving once they get into the regular season. So, I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking at some of the uh, alternate win totals as well. I think there's a great angle from ER, Mitch, about, uh, hey, it's going to be extreme one way or the other. Yeah. So, at this point, uh, me personally, it's a little bit late to be betting the Browns. Uh, that's just because I was – betting against them throughout the entire summertime, trying to read the writing on the wall. Um, and I, I expected him to get a full season, to be honest. And actually, I think the worst thing that could have happened to me at that point would have been for him to be out for the full year because uh, I bet everything anti-Browns and then that he would make a move for like Jimmy Garoppolo. I, I would not like that because that to me is an upgrade over Jacoby Percet. So now that it's 11 games, that actually might be good for my bets because they're not going to make a move for Jimmy Garoppolo. And then like exactly like... ER was saying, do we just fully expect him to come back and be the old Deshaun Watson after missing like almost two full years? Um, I mean, imagine what that's going to be like, the circus for him when he goes back in his first game to play at Houston. I mean, are you kidding me? Um, the pressure for that, the nerves, it's going to be, what, what a spot for him. But then beyond that, they close at Cincy, Baltimore, the Saints, at Washington, and at Pittsburgh. That is just extremely difficult. And I know Pittsburgh might be down this year, but they're still going to have a good defense. And, man, um, some of those other teams are going to be very good as well. So, no, I I bet them to not win 10 games this year. I bet them to miss the playoffs uh, back in June. And, uh, you know, again, very good offensive line. Some of the best backs in all of football. Is that enough for Brissett to kind of, you know, tread water to begin the season? I would say, yeah, probably, especially with the first four weeks and the break they got by the NFL with the schedule. Uh, but after that, uh, I don't want any part of this team, to be honest. And, and I look back and uh, was watching Brissett pretty closely when he came in relief for the Colts in that season. Now, do the Browns this year have any better running game than what the Colts did with that great offensive line a couple of years ago? Right. That's a good point. So I thought he holds on the ball way too long. He doesn't anticipate throws, and I, you know, I'm looking at uh, you know an alternate line at Bet Rivers under seven and a half is plus one forty five, er. I mean, I, I just think this thing has. I'll go even old school, completely different reason. But Cleveland was supposed to have a pretty good season when it broke in the early in the season that they were leaving. Uh, you know, uh, you know that they that was the last year they were going to be uh, in, in Cleveland, and it was a disaster. I mean, when they. Uh, I mean, every game they finally won a game at the end, but this is a this is major distractions uh, all over the place. I mean, this kind of dwarfs Dallas Cowboys level of distractions. I mean, <laughs> under under seven and a half er is very tempting. Plus one forty five, right? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense really uh, if you break it down. Certainly, if you have don't have a lot of faith in what Brissett's uh, going to be able to do here. So, uh, yeah, makes some sense. All right, Pittsburgh, the Steelers, and Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. What a job he did with that team last year. Even Ben Roethlisberger, well, he wasn't 
in his prime, certainly. There was very little production uh, out of the uh, quarterback position last year. Kind of kind of hard to watch, to be honest, last year, watching, you know, one of the better players, probably a probable Hall of Famer that, uh, you know, just way past his prime. Seven and a half is their win total. 80 to one to win a Super Bowl. 40 to one to win the AFC. Eight to one, the longest shot to win the division. Um, the offensive line is not very good. The quarterback position is not very good. Um, wide receivers are, however, though, uh, with uh, George Pickens. Now, Pickens, talented but high maintenance at it, uh, in Athens when he was there, in and out of the lineup. He also tore his ACL uh, late last year, early last, uh, in spring of 2021, and came back at the very end of the season. He looks great in camp, joining uh, Claypool and Johnson. That unit should be good. But I cannot back uh, Mitch Trubisky. So, Trubisky, you want to get on him, 14-1 to to be comeback player of the year. What scenario I see unfolding here in Pittsburgh is that they're struggling. Trubisky, they're having a losing season. Hey, let's just play the rookie. And I will take my chances going against an an average rookie. Yes, the highest quarterback drafted from an extremely weak quarterback draft class. So, seven and a half. And I have heard some of our colleagues uh, who I respect bullish on Pittsburgh over the seven and a half. That's not what I see, ER. Neither do I. And, you know, you, you mentioned Tomlin's never had a losing season. And, you know, it, it, it's a hard thing to bet against. But, you know, a lot of the ways I broke this team down, I just feel like this is the year that just not going to happen for Tomlin. Even last year, you know, nine wins, it really shouldn't have happened. Pythagorean win theorem, seven wins for them. DVOA, they're the 23rd ranked team. Uh, in the NFL, 7-1-1 one, and one in games decided by seven points. Say what you will uh, about Roethlisberger. You know, perhaps he kind of had that uh, veteran savvy or, you know, not turning the ball over to be able to win some of those games. I don't I don't see that this year. I mean, you, you know, you really have to start and somewhat finish uh, with the quarterback uh, for any team you talk about uh, in the NFL. And for me, uh, the situation is just not good here with the Pittsburgh Steelers, whether it's Trubisky, Pickett, probably going to be a little bit of both. But, you know, you compound that uh, with a, not a good offensive line and a team that kind of wants to run the ball, uh, et cetera. So, you know, again, it's an offensive league. It's a quarterback league. You have almost an impossible schedule uh, for the Steelers team. So um, I, I was hoping maybe I would get eight. Obviously, I didn't get that. I had to bet under 7.5, and and I've definitely had resistance uh, on betting this one under the total, Jimmy, as you mentioned. Any type of injury uh, to Watt uh, or Hayward on defense really would set this team back um, even more. I I, Quite honestly, I thought one of the best bets that uh, I had in the NFL futures uh, this week, I don't believe Bet uh, Rivers offers that, but I bet uh, the Steelers under 3 division wins um you know it would take four division wins for me to lose that bet I, I thought that was a really good bet Mitch the Pittsburgh Steelers seven and a half okay so there, ER would you say there's a pretty good chance that they end up having that they can stay under their win total miss the playoffs and yet have a better year than the Browns still Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, certainly that, that would be in play. I mean, you know, obviously the quarterback situation, you know, not that great with Cleveland as well. 
I mean, that yeah. Cleveland thing, Mitch, could go three and fourteen, four and third. I mean, that that's that's a, a disaster already. I mean, you know I mean, <laughs> so you're really down, and then Jimmy. Oh, really yes, down. yes, yes. Oh, you're right. I'll be right. So I'm looking at it right now again, and I'll convert the odds here. So at Bet Rivers, they have the division finishing position again. If you want to look at some plus money, they are plus two twenty five to finish in third place. That's a thirty point eight percent chance. I just. I, I mean, if the Ravens and Bengals stay healthy, I cannot get to the Steelers being better than either one of those teams. I just I can't do it. I hope not. <laughs> and, right, right. And I, but having said that, I think there's a pretty damn good chance that they're better than the Browns this year. I think that can absolutely happen. So I, can they finish at seven and ten for sure? And could the Bengals or could the Browns finish at six and eleven or five and twelve? Yeah, they could. So I think that 30.8% to finish third place is too low. I think it should be closer to 40% or maybe even a little bit more than that. So plus 225 on the Steelers to finish third, um, I think is actually worth, worth a, a bet there. But also, like, exactly what you guys both said about Roethlisberger, as ugly as it was last year for a majority of the season. Let's not forget now. Uh, yes, bad offensive line. Still this year going to be a bad offensive, offensive line. But this organization has been maybe better than any other team in the league at drafting wide receiver, and they did, did it again with Pickens. Like, they have really good weapons, and Roethlisberger was terrible last year. I just I don't know if that position's better this season. So you're going to be playing in a division four times this year against Joe Burrow and the Bengals and, in theory, a healthy Lamar Jackson and the Ravens against, uh, you know, at least a good coach there, too, in, in Harbaugh. Oh, man. That is tough and overall a very good schedule. I was, I lost bets on the Steelers last year because I thought last year was going to be the year it all falls apart for them. So I was betting under, I think I had them to miss the playoffs, alternate unders as well. And somehow, some way they beat me. And I just, I don't, I don't know how. They would need some serious magic to, to make the playoffs and win nine games again this year, in my opinion. It's my biggest place uh, in the offseason, and I made them back in Meg. And that was I found plus two thirty because I think the gap between Cincinnati and Baltimore I think there's going to be a a hell of a, a division battle. Um, I, I I have those teams equal. I think Cincinnati is going to be better uh, with that rebuild offensive line. I mean the upgrade from a unit, and lesson protected Joe Burrow is kind of an important damn thing. A plus two thirty. It was like an exacta box. Plus two thirty. Either one could finish first and second is what I found on them. I'm seeing a big gap. Also took at plus 550, Cincinnati 1, then Baltimore 2. Pittsburgh is one of my favorite unders. I'm sorry. Mitch Trubisky, I mean, you know, putting up uh, preseason numbers in Buffalo last year does me nothing. I mean, uh, he is he is painful to watch. And, yes, I mean, the, they invested on the local kid. They're going to want to see him if they stumble at all, I think. And, and I love the narrative. Keep telling me over and over that Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season because that has some people. Well, eight and you know eight eight nines a losing season. It, it just those type of narratives usually kind of the Dallas Cowboys camp uh, kind of uh, push a number publicly. I think they get they're in for a, a really tough season, man. Yeah, I mean, that schedule. I just went and looked at it again. Um, it is it is brutal. Um, you know. You know, going to Carolina, or they have Carolina late in the year, I think Carolina is going to be better. I think they'll be in contention uh, at that point. So even some of the lesser teams that they play on their schedule, uh, I believe, to be improved. So I, I was with you on that one, Jim. Uh, but, you know, seven, seven and a half, anything can happen. You know, looking at that schedule, um, I think it's seven of the first. Now, 
New England they could be uh, they could be favored against uh, the Jets. They'll be favored, but uh, you know it's it's you know going into the week, the first eight weeks, they're going to be underdog in sixty-eight games. And if so, they're three and five. What 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 is the media? What's the media? They all want to want to see the backup quarterback. Yeah. They want to see the the rookie. Look, if we're not going to do anything this season, let's develop our young quarterback. I think it's and I'll go against Pickett uh, any day uh, as a rookie. I go against rookie quarterbacks standard right. approach anyway. But uh, we we all agree with that. To surmise, um, so uh, ER Baltimore to win the division plus one forty. Yes. Yeah, and uh in and, and, and the other ones, you're you're anti Pittsburgh and anti Cleveland also? Uh you know, Cleveland I, I haven't bet anything with the Cleveland futures yet. I, I again I still kinda need to revisit that team and try to get a little better feel before the season starts. Cincinnati I think can be obviously very good. That's the team I'm concerned about going against Baltimore. I think it's kind of a match bet. Um, you know, who's gonna be better? Um Cincinnati. Or Baltimore, and I'll, I'll go with Baltimore in that situation. Um, and maybe, like I say, Joe Burrow's just that good. Uh, but, yeah, Pittsburgh, I thought, underseason wins. I actually bet Pittsburgh not to make the playoffs. Really had to lay a lot of juice with that. Uh, but I, I was in the late, certainly in the $3 range, but I felt pretty confident with that. You know, Mitch. You, you know how loaded the AFC is. I, I you know, I, I just uh, had to take a shot there. Oh, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it is it, it is lopsided as far as the levels of the conference uh, this year. Something to because uh, when you look at the odds to make the playoffs and some of the teams, you know that are uh, odds uh, not to make the playoffs in the AFC. Those teams are better than the teams that are you know odds to make the playoffs in the NFC. Mitch, I think it started with the Watson. You know. Uh, probable year suspension. We both booked on that. We were uh, we were anti Cleveland, but I got to tell you, I think I heard you on your radio show when you talk about you were upset at the initial suspension and stuff like that. It doesn't phase Watson's not. He's not the same guy. He is not the same guy. Him him coming in late in the season does not. He's not going to be Deshaun Watson from two two three years ago. I don't see it. Yeah, no, I can see that happening for sure. Yeah, so. I was, you know, fading them the entire summer for the most part. And you guys are right again. I mean, I'm looking at the Pittsburgh schedule right now. I'll just go back to them for one second. I mean, look at from weeks 5 through 12, at Buffalo, Tampa, at Miami, at Philly, by Saints, Bengals, at the Colts. And that's just, boy, oh boy. <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's, I mean, out, of, out of the bye, I mean, they're probably going to have to go to, to pick it at that time. New England's going to be a, it's a pick them basically at home in week two. They'll be favored over the Jets late, maybe at Atlanta and ever, everything else. They're going to be catching points. They're oh, gonna, for sure. They're going to be catching points. So, uh, anything, Mitch, that we missed uh, that uh, that you you want to go back and follow up on Cincinnati? No, I, I do like the um, I do like that bet with the Steelers to finish third place at plus two twenty five. Okay, okay. I think it's definitely doable. Yeah, and uh, without a doubt. So uh, Cleveland. And, uh, again, Cleveland and Pittsburgh, I think there's a big gap between Baltimore and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and Cleveland. All right, the NFC North. That's going to do it for our NFC North preview here in Sports Betters Paradise, part of the Bet Rivers Sports Network YouTube channel. For Aaron Renning, Mitch Moss, I'm Jimmy Ott.